Life is like a camera. Focus on what's important, capture the good times, develop from the negatives, and if things don't work out, take another shot. Hi, I'm Star Coburn. Welcome to my podcast. I am a mother, wife, sister, friend, and author. Each week, I share my studies, thoughts, and experiences in hopes to uplift and encourage you to be the best version of yourself you can be. So without further ado, sit back, relax, and just hear me out. Testing, testing, one, two. Testing, testing, one, two, three, four. Testing, testing. Hi, guys. It's me, Star, coming to you with another podcast. (laughs) I hope that you are having a great day. If not, I hope it turns around for you real soon. Today, I want to talk to you about Goliath. But before I do, you know I have to tell you a story. Tristan didn't talk much until you mentioned drawing. He had over 10,000 hours of drawing lessons from the University of YouTube. Occupying the other side of his room were large piles of notebooks and loose leaf paper. Every night before bed, he would draw a picture to add to his collection of superheroes. He created characters that would make children laugh and inspire them to follow their dreams. Often, Tristan would fall asleep at his art station, the pencil dangling from his fingertips. He envisioned his artwork being streamed on television shows around the world. The smallest piece of paper in his possession became a canvas for a beautiful masterpiece. Everyone who saw Tristan's work were amazed by his talent. He was undeniably gifted. They suggested he submit his work for publication. Tristan was so excited about the idea of his work being published. He created a folder of all his favorite drawings and submitted them to a publishing company. Three months later, he received the response. Ten-year-old Tristan sat on the edge of his parents' bed, tapping his feet on the ground and twirling his fingers as his mother opened the letter mother took a deep breath and read the letter out loud. Dear Tristan, thanks very much for submitting your work. I'm afraid your work isn't right for our company, but we wish you the best of luck with it. Moments later, Tristan burst into tears. His mother rushed to his side and wrapped her arms around him. She held Tristan tight as she tried to explain why his work wasn't accepted. You may have thought, poor Tristan, he's just a child. He would get over it. Tristan is now 35 years old. He never attempted to pursue his dream of becoming a well-known artist. Tristan is like many others, including me, who have had a passion for something we felt we couldn't live without. We had everything we needed to succeed, but didn't. Why is that? I figured when that happens, we have silenced the David within and allowed Goliath to run the show. Most have heard the story of David and Goliath. Whenever the Israelites saw Goliath, the Philistine giant, they flee from him in great fear. The Israelites were always on edge, wondering if Goliath would defeat them. That is until David, a young shepherd boy, stepped on the scene and defeated Goliath with a small stone powered by a slingshot. As I studied the story of Goliath, David, Israelites and the Philistines, I realized something. We all have a Goliath in our life. Our Goliaths may not be intimidating to someone else. 
Like my Goliath may not be intimidating to you. Your Goliath may not be intimidating to me, but they are the same. If you said no, not me. I don't have any Goliaths. I'm not afraid of anything. It may be true that you aren't afraid of anything, but that doesn't mean you don't have any Goliaths. That just means fear is not one of them. I want you to consider anything that makes you unhappy. Stress is probably the biggest Goliath a lot of us face. What happens when you're stressed? You can't concentrate. You become frustrated, which leads to you being upset and unhappy. Most people haven't identified the Goliath in their life. Instead of seeing Goliath as a problem, they see Goliath as normal. There is nothing normal about Goliath pushing you around. Goliath is a stumbling block. He's a peace disturber, a hindrance that holds us captive. Goliath can be an addiction, lack of self-control or discipline, grief, unforgiveness, disobedience, anxiety, depression, poverty, illness, negative thinking, anger, procrastination, a low self-esteem. Have you identified your Goliath yet? Goliath is anything that propels you towards self-destruction. It keeps you from achieving goals, pursuing dreams, and being who God called you to be. Goliath will have you looking at a setback as a stumbling block rather than a stepping stone to do better the next time. The worst Goliaths are the ones we create. They start small and over time become this enormous force to be reckoned with. There is a part in the book of Samuel. Goliath yelled across the battle line he had occupied for 40 days. He said to the Israelites, Why do you come out and line up for battle? Are we not enemies? Like seriously, give me someone to fight. I was intrigued when Goliath said, I'll tell you what, if he kills me, we will become your servants. But if I kill him, you all will become our servants and do whatever we tell you. Think about that for a minute. If Goliath can defeat you, he has the power to control you. Run your life. You wouldn't be able to accomplish anything with him around. You'd be miserable. Goliath taunted the Israelites for 40 days. Can you imagine being taunted for 40 days? Most have been taunted longer than that. Goliath has been taunting people since childhood. The only way to break free from Goliath's grip is to be him. Once you be him, he has to do what you say, which is shut up and take a back seat. Have you ever watched a UFC conference? Two fighters meet before the initial fight. The spokesperson goes over a series of questions with both fighters. The Roddy fighter, you know who that is, the loudest one in the room, spews thought-provoking words to their opponent. You're such a failure. You have no chances of beating me. I'm the best fighter ever. I'm the best who ever did it. And then they go on to say some other stuff and you're like, what? At that moment, the opponent doesn't feed into their act. Instead, they preserve their energy for the fight. He completes the conference and walks away without a scratch. At least, that's what he thinks. 
Moments leading to the fight, he is bombarded with unpleasant thoughts. Thoughts from the seeds his rowdy opponent planted during the conference. You are a failure. Unbeknown to the fighter, he starts the snowball effect. The snowball effect is when you start with a tiny ball of snow. You keep adding snow to the ball until it's the size you desire. The bigger the ball, the harder it hits. The fighter combines every failure he has experienced in his life, mainly fights he lost. In this case, imagine a snowball is Goliath. Goliath grows the more he feeds into the notion that he is a failure. See, the fighter thought the fight didn't start until he stepped into the ring. However, his rowdy opponent knew the fight started the moment he opened his mouth. Take a moment and think about the Goliath in your life. What is it? I'm not talking about people we deem as Goliaths in our lives. If we defeat the Goliath within, we will have no problem removing the physical Goliaths in our lives. Friends, family, or associates that are causing more harm than good. Nine feet, nine inch Goliath doesn't just appear out of nowhere. He's created. Goliath was identified as a champion. One who was big and cocky. Everyone was afraid of him. And they had good reason. When David went to King Saul to express his desire to fight Goliath, Saul was dismayed. Saul told David, look son, you're just a boy. Goliath has been a warrior since his youth. In other words, Saul was saying, are you crazy? <laughs> Have you seen Goliath? Have you seen that nine feet, nine inch Philistine? He probably can take us all in one blow. And you think you can beat him? He's a champion for a reason. Right? After Tristan heard the rejection letter from the publishing company, he was crushed. Rather than ignore the letter, he replayed his mother reading the letter in his head nonstop. And at 35, he could still recite the letter. The seed was planted and Tristan watered it. Because there was no one there to destroy the seed, it cost him his dream. How often do you water your Goliath? You may do it more often than you think. I'm sure we all have had things said to us. And we still remember it to this day, which is proof that we watered the Goliaths in our life. Let's tackle this thing. We must first identify Goliath. How can you fight an enemy you know nothing about? Your enemy, Goliath, knows more about you than you know about yourself. Why? Because it took the time to study you. I'm sure everyone who has played sports or competed for anything studied their opponents. They sought out their strengths and most importantly, their weakness. After they have studied their opponent, they came up with a plan to defeat them. If your Goliath is doubt, Goliath knows that when things don't go right the first time, you commence to doubt yourself and say how incapable you are. I can't do this. It's not meant for me. Which leads you to being stagnant. 
Tristan doubted his ability after being rejected. Even though he was probably the best 10-year-old artist in his town. Goliath used that day as a stepping stone to feed Tristan with large spoons of doubt. He became so overloaded with doubt that trying again never crossed his mind. Defeating Goliath. The moment you have all been waiting for. Goliath shouted, why do you line up for battle and do not fight? The Israelites didn't fight the Philistines because they knew they had no chance of defeating Goliath. God was no longer with them. When David told Saul about his encounter with the lion and a bear while tending his father's sheep, Saul changed his mind about sending him to fight Goliath. Saul knew from experience that you can do anything when God is with you. David made it clear that God was with him. God has given you the ability to achieve many things. When faced with your Goliath, remember your prior victories. Remember how the Lord helped you to overcome obstacles. Allow that to fuel you as you defeat Goliath. Remember who you are. You are more than a conqueror. You are strong, brave, and resilient. There isn't anything you can't do. God has already prepared your hands for battle. It's time to fight. The battle starts in your mind. Watch your thoughts, for they become your words. Watch your words, for they become your actions. So a man think it in his heart, so is he. If you think you are a failure, you will conduct yourself as so. Change the way you think. It's impossible to find diamonds in a pile of dirt when your focus is the dirt and not the diamonds. Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Do not allow any corrupt thoughts to form words and proceed out of your mouth. If it doesn't edify you, if it's not like honey to your ears, you shouldn't be thinking about it. This is the only way to stunt Goliath's growth. You will have to defeat your Goliath before you can have peace. Achieve that goal. Move forward. Be who God is calling you to be. Whatever your Goliath may be, I pray that God empowers you, as he did David, to defeat it. Thank you for taking the time to hear me out. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you are notified when a new episode is posted. Until next time, may your troubles be less and your blessings be more. Love ya. Mwah.